Welcome to the special edition podcast to highlight the VRDM on the 5th of May 2021. The VRDM or Virtual International Day of the Midwife is an annual free online 24-hour conference celebrating International Day of the Midwife on the 5th of May. The International Day of the Midwife is a day where people across the world celebrate and recognize the work of midwives. The VRDM is a free 24-hour online conference where participants from six different continents join together to network and share evidence-based research. Rather than providing a passive education comprised of videos and online e-learning, the VRDM is an interactive conference using web conferencing software, which allows the delegates to text chat with each other throughout the sessions, participate in online polls, as well as ask questions directly to the speaker or other delegates in a synchronous way. And we are kicking off the celebrations of VRDM 2021 this year by doing a series of podcast interviews with facilitators and speakers and participants of the, the conference. And today I'm very, very pleased to welcome Catherine Salam. So thank you so much for joining us today, Catherine. And I'd love to um, start off by asking you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, please. Okay, thank you, Karen. Um, it's an honor to um, be a part of this wonderful conference. Um, I live in Annapolis, Maryland, which is on the east coast of the USA on the shores of the Chesapeake Bay. So all I have to do is take a little 10 minute walk and I'm down at the water. I am retired. Um, I spent my clinical career mostly working in what we here in the US call federally qualified community health centers, which is um, a way of taking care of people who otherwise would not have access to care, primarily due to lack of health insurance, but also um, due to geography, such as rural settings or inner city settings, or um, lack of equity due to racial, cultural, or um, gender barriers. So I began my career and started in my career in federally qualified community health centers. Although I also had the opportunity um, at, during a portion of my career to combine these two interests and worked in a freestanding birth center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I was able to offer um, the birth center out of hospital experience to my clients from the health center, but also be a staff midwife um, for those um, women and families who were seeking um, midwifery care and the art of midwifery. And when you say the art of midwifery, how would you define the art of midwifery? Um, well, individualized care, first of all, or um, I think in, in other countries, they call it case, um, case management care, case settings where the one midwife follows you throughout your pregnancy and birth. Um, also, care when the, the balance of power is 
in on the side of the woman that it's her preferences her um, visions for pregnancy and birth that um, are the most important with of course the understanding that safety for the woman and the baby and the family of the whole is paramount absolutely so we did at birthplace we did have a um, a contract with the client that kind of laid out both our roles and then you know the whole course of prenatal care longer appointments birth plans um, family involvement and of course at the birth no continuous monitoring freedom of movement freedom to eat and drink um, I don't want to go on too long because I know we have a long interview. But that's Absolutely. Basically. And it's just because I love the term, the art of midwifery, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful way of describing what it is that we do. But I know that you've been involved with the VIDM um, for a while now. So, you know, um, for you, why is the VIDM important? Well, I, I just want to mention also that the other um, – a career path for me has been midwifery education. <clears throat> and I have to say, I am passionate about midwifery education. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I helped to start one um, midwifery program at the School of Nursing in Baltimore. And then I also worked in a very innovative um, hybrid model distance education for midwifery that was at Shenandoah University in, um, in Virginia. So not just birthing babies, but birthing midwives has Beautiful. been my um, involvement in midwifery throughout my career, which does kind of lead me to the, my interest in the VIDM because um, you know, I want to learn and share as much as possible um, with all of my sister midwives. And I also want to say that back in the day, before nursing, before midwifery, before marriage and children, I um, just took off and ended up in Paris, France where I went to the um, National Art School there and lived, and that's where I met my husband, who was in Be came from Beirut, he was, he was Lebanese, and so we met in the middle, and then we ended up spending three years living in Beirut. So all this was in my misspent youth, right? Wonderful. But the, the point being, not to be too long-winded, but the point being that I have, based on that experience, I have just enjoyed international connections and learning other languages, other cultures, other points of view, um, even way before midwifery. So I think that's really the seed of my interest in the IDM. And then also, as a midwife, I have done some international work um, in Malawi and in Afghanistan and um, Nicaragua. So that also um, was uh, 
very appropriate to v VIDM's mission and, um, and outreach to midwives all over the world. Well, you know, there's so many things you said there that I would love to ask you more questions about each one of those, about work in Malawi and Nicaragua and, and all of those places. But um, I'm going to stick to the script. <laughs> and <laughs> it just sounds like you've had a really interesting and adventurous career and life, which is always amazing. And I think it's quite um, synonymous with midwives, actually, that we, that we are generally, I mean, we need to be brave to be midwives. So. Um, that is one of our our things. But, um, you know, the theme for VRDM this year is birth equity. So, um, you know, given the experience that you've had working around the world and with your involvement of birthing midwives, which is such an essential part of midwifery, what does birth equity mean to you? Well, thank you for that question, Karen, and also for the theme of the 2021 um, conference. I was thinking about this question maybe more than some of the others because the answer is so individualized. And as you said, it depending on where you are in the world, and what your individual practice is as a midwife, the answer might look very different. Mm -hmm. So what I was thinking is, I'm, possibly our audience has heard the phrase um, that for, um, for some, in some settings, we do too much too soon. And in other settings, we do too little too late. Mm. So I think if we were to talk about birth equity, um, the, the essence is that it be the right amount at the right time in the right place. Wow, that is such an amazing answer. Because, wow, you really have summed it up. Um, because that's exactly how it is. It's either too little, too late, or not enough. Um, I'll say it again. Too little, too late. It's too much, too soon. Too much, too soon. Or too little, too late. Too late. So what we're really looking for is the right amount at the right time in the right place. Right. Beautiful. Sure. That really, that is... And, you know, that would make such a difference. Just that one simple thing would make right. such a difference. Right. Sure. And, of course, in the United States, you know, with our patchwork non-system of healthcare, um, access is a very um, key issue. Mm. And, you know, in terms of rural areas, in terms of insurance, all the things we talked about earlier when, mm -hmm. when I talked about my um, clinical work at community health centers, we don't have much of a safety net. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a lot of people who are going without because they can't get into. There are counties in rural areas of the U.S. that have no OB provider, neither midwife nor um, physician. So that, of course, impacts equity as well. Absolutely. That speaks to absolute inequity. So, yeah. 
a lot that needs to change around the world. I mean, every country has inequity. But um, thank you so much for sharing with us that. And um, how has, I mean, we've all been impacted by this global pandemic of coronavirus, but how has COVID impacted your midwifery life? Well, I'd, I would say it hasn't impacted me directly in terms of practice. I um, mostly see, you know, through friends how, you know, their concerns about contacting COVID on the job and about the limitations on birth support that have been imposed by hospitals here in the US and probably in um, many other parts of the world where the woman is only allowed one support person for labor, which is very much against midwifery model of care. Um, and as, a, um, as an old person, I'm desperately trying to get immunized. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough doses um, and they're, you know, so it's very, very hard to get, um, get immunized. Mm. On, uh, from a professional point of view, though, um, we are, our professional association, the American College of Nurse Midwives, has been very proactive about um, education for the clinician on COVID-19. So that is very helpful to have all those resources, as well as those of the um, World Health Organization that um, clinicians can use in their day-to-day -day practice. I know in many ways, there were so many things that we were just getting to a certain point of changing practices and then COVID hit and took us straight back again. It's almost like six steps back and so many forward, but... Um, always continue looking for that silver lining. Um, and Catherine, our last question today is, is, is for any midwives who might be listening and considering that you have had a um, big part of your life has been in, in education and teaching and birthing new midwives. Do you have any encouraging messages for any midwives who are listening in today? Well, um, I don't know, midwifery as a career is, I think it's just so different from any other career, right? And many people feel that midwifery chose them. They didn't choose midwifery, midwifery chose them. And if you feel that midwifery is your calling and your path in life, then don't let anything deter you. That, you know, keep on working towards that goal. Um, hopefully your education, your educational program will support you, your clinical mentors will support you. Um, but there are going to be roadblocks along the way. You just have to keep going. And realize that this might be a little hard to say but sometimes there might seem to be a disconnect 
between your idealized vision of your life as a midwife and what you're actually um, doing, depending on the position you take. Um, so I think if you remember that it's all midwifery, even if you end up working in a very high-tech setting, you can still do low-tech care as much as you can. Wonderful. So that's just, and, and reach out. I mean, this conference is just such a wonderful way of reaching out globally. There's a student stream, there's the expert stream, there are stories that are told, there are connections that are made. And um, that's one of the great things about the Virtual International Day of the Midwife Conference. I am so proud to be a part of it. As a facilitator, past speaker, and attendee for the past, what, 11 years. Maybe you just before we end, like to speak into how you will be um, participating this year. Okay. Well, I, last year I was asked to be a master facilitator, um, which is a, one of the behind-the-scenes roles. Um, very important to keep the, um, the stream running smoothly. So this year I anticipate also being a master facilitator and working with um, the, the facilitator on camera or on the microphone for the sessions. And I'm also involved this year in the program committee and also the facilitators committee. Wonderful. Well, it was lovely to chat to you today and good to meet the face behind the name that I've been seeing for the last, it was my <laughs> second year with the VRDM and um, it's been a very steep learning curve and lots of new people, lots of new faces and just um, a real eye-opening experience, as you say, to be able to connect with midwives and students and people around the world and get a glimpse into um, the many nuances of our chosen prof profession and the changes that have taken place and that can still happen and that we just uphold what we really know and believe in. So Well put. It's nice to um, connect your name and your face also, Karen. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today and um, I'll see you on the 5th of May um, oh. when we kick off with VRDM 2021. Okay, be there.